to begin today's show while I'm joined on the line by the mayor of Kamloops, Ken Christian. Mr. Mayor, how are you doing here today? Very good, thank you. Good, thanks so much for taking the time. Now, I'll start with this. It is Red Shirt Day today, a day when people across Canada come together, wear red to display solidarity and support those living with disabilities. You asked me to wear a red shirt today, and I held up my end of the bargain. So how about you? Did you wear one today? <laughs> no, I'm afraid I didn't uh, today, but uh, I certainly agree with the uh, concept and uh, those people that live amongst us with uh, disabilities really need to have uh, their needs recognized by local governments. Perfect. Well, uh, we'll get into what happened at council yesterday. Of course, public hearing was held for the first time in about 10 weeks, finally. Uh, I'll just start by asking on a general sense how things went. Well, you know, I, I think as these things go, uh, you know, there was a few hiccups along the way. Uh, I, I lost my bearings a couple of times, and the corporate officer directed me back uh, to the agenda. There's a few dogs barking, phones ringing, and doorbells going off. But, uh, you know, we did manage to uh, get the uh, business uh, concluded, and uh, it was, I think, successful from that perspective. Now, I know there also was some talk during the regular meeting of council about maybe trying to hold in-person meetings again where all members of council could get together, and, and I assume this applies to public meetings as well. Is this something that you are advocating for, you know, maybe try to find a bigger space where people can uh, gather and, and still have your meetings in person? And, and do you think that's something that, uh, you know, could actually happen here in the future? Yeah, and just like many, many buildings, uh, the chambers in, in City Hall wasn't designed for physical distancing, so we need a, a bigger space in order for us to be there, and we need to comply with all of the WorkSafe BC uh, requirements for uh, the protection of uh, council members and the public, and so uh, we were looking at a few options. Uh, I think the difficulty we have now is uh, some uh, councillors in the room, uh, some councillors online, uh, you've got a, a lot of fields to kind of keep watching as you chair a meeting. But also those that uh, are online are feeling a bit distracted in terms of uh, their ability to focus on, on city business. And uh, I think there's just a general consensus that uh, we're going to be at this for a long time. We may as well get a, uh, a more permanent solution that will allow us to meet face-to-face. -face. So if you were to, to go and decide to make that plan, I guess how long do you think it could take to make arrangements to move? move a council from the chambers into a, a, a larger facility? Well, you know, it depends on, on what uh, uh, pieces of council you take with you. You know, if we're going to look at broadcasting, then it's going to be expensive. But uh, I don't think that's really in the cards. I think uh, if we had something like the uh, Valley First Lounge at the Sandman Center, we would be able to sit in a bigger horse, uh, horseshoe and we would be able to accommodate the public around the outside and uh, we would be able to hear from uh, staff at a podium and that's really what you need to get the city's business done in person and, and I think we could do that relatively easy. Uh, we also uh, were looking at the facilities at the Thompson Nickel Regional District. Of course, their boardroom is designed for uh, 26 members of that board so we could easily sit there but there isn't really a as much space for the public there so you know we have to go back and forth and and uh, figure this out but we do have a lot of facilities many of which are underused right now so uh, we've tasked administration to uh, come up with uh, something that's going to be a, a little
little more normal. Yeah, well, I will say this, Ken. When I'm watching uh, the council meetings online, you're, you're doing just a fine job of mediating it. So uh, I wouldn't be too worried on your end, but I understand those who are online why it can be a bit frustrating. Um, happy with the participation you saw at the public hearing last night? Yeah, uh, I was, and, and uh, I was uh, pleased that, uh, you know, people were heard. I think uh, I'm hearing this morning that some people had connectivity issues and, and there were timing out of the Zoom meeting function, but uh, we did uh, manage to hear from everybody that wanted to speak to council, and uh, everybody, uh, you know, had, had their chance, and the audio feed of that was good, and I think the points that they made were good, and, and uh, that helped council in terms of uh, us making our decisions on the matters before us. Now, Ken, while I had you here, I wanted to ask a little bit about uh, what's going on in the city in terms of, of flooding and, and some flood mitigation work. I know that there's been a lot of, of stuff going on to, you know, try to make sure our infrastructure is protected. Um, but we, I know there was, you know, plans at Riverside Park to do some flood mitigation work this year. There was a $750,000 grant that the city had applied for, was denied to do some of that mitigation work along the riverbank. Um, I know it was a priority project for, for this term of council or was trying to get it done, I believe, here. Uh, in the spring. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. I just wanted to ask about that specific project. Is that something that you think could still potentially get done this year so we can avoid these types of flood events, uh, you know, in the future? No, really, that one is is on the shelf now. That was uh, predicated on some uh, grant money that we weren't successful in getting. Uh, plus the fact that it takes some time to uh, plan and design these kinds of projects. And uh, right now we are in the middle of a flood response. So uh, we're just going to continue with the uh, Hasco baskets and the uh, storm drain blockages and, and that. And uh, we're going to hope that uh, the South Thompson River in particular uh, settles down a bit. It, it seems to be on a, a fairly steady rise. And the forecast is indicating uh, more rain and uh, that uh, rain heavily in the watershed area of the uh, Shoe Swap Lake. So that will impact uh, the river. And uh, I would just urge people to, first of all, stay away from our flood protection works. But secondly, stay off the river. Uh, boating right now is not good. There's a lot of debris coming down, uh, plus the wake uh, from boats really uh, causes an erosion problem. Also, uh, those with kids and pets, stay away from the river riverbanks. Uh, we have to affect rescues every year from people that get too close and uh, you know those banks are not stable. Uh, you know they're saturated and they can uh, slough into the uh, water and that water is moving quickly and it's cold. So just uh, stay away and uh, just let this natural phenomena pass. Yeah, well, if the weather forecast holds true for the next five, six days, it doesn't look like a, a real fun time to be out exploring those areas right now anyway, so hopefully people do stay away. Now, uh, on that uh, vein, um, at Riverside Park, there is a rally planned tomorrow, a Black Lives Rally uh, uh, rally that is planned um, for, for tomorrow afternoon at Riverside Park or Prince Charles Park, depending on those flood conditions. I guess, uh, first and foremost, do you have any concerns about the potential gathering of people for something like that? Um, you know, we saw what happened in Vancouver. I can't imagine Kamloops would get anywhere close to that type of a scale, but there is a possibility of some large crowds here as a result. Do you have any concerns about that? Well, uh, of course, the provincial health officer's recommendations with respect to large gatherings, uh, you know, uh, try to stay under 50 persons and uh, certainly uh, use physical distancing, wear a mask, that kind of thing, uh, which
would be in place. But because of that location, it's going to be wet uh, in the park, uh, and uh, it's going to uh, be very close to our uh, flood protection works down there. So stay away from uh, those works, and uh, perhaps uh, another location on higher ground would be a better alternative. Uh, Any uh, thoughts on attending that rally tomorrow yourself? Uh, no, I, I won't be attending that rally, but uh, I certainly can empathize with the sentiment that's being expressed by those people that do. Perfect. Um, I think that's pretty much it for questions here. I, I guess I'll get you out of here on this. There was some news yesterday about home prices in Kamloops continuing to rise. There was a new record home price in Kamloops for the month of May. I'm just curious if you're at all worried about this You know, city of Kamloops. It's always been something when you're looking at the landscape of BC that seems to be a real affordable place to live You know, when comparing to other municipalities in the area and in the mainland. I'm just wondering if you might have any worries about the fact that we are seeing prices continue to go up and if you know this market might potentially start becoming unaffordable. Well, you know, I, I think that that's a relatively good sign uh, that the uh, price is holding. Uh, I think that the impact of the pandemic has yet to be seen within the real estate sector, and uh, that will uh, trickle into Kamloops because it will affect the lower mainland first, and a lot of offshore buyers there won't uh, be uh, coming with the regularity that they were, and that in turn will uh, affect people at the lower mainland from selling out and re buying up in in the interior so uh, that will take some time to occur but uh, you know Kamloops is still a bargain and, and still a great city and uh, I think people that do their research and do their homework and, and have a solid business case will come to that realization. Awesome stuff Ken as always well thanks so much for doing this I really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to doing it again in the near future. Very good Jeff. That was Kamloops Mayor Ken Christian. And just a quick note there, I was talking about family home prices. And we did get word from the uh, Kamloops and District Real Estate Association that a single family home in the tournament capital sold for $536,832 in May. That was the average, which was a jump of uh, 8.6% from May of last year. So quite a bit higher year over year. Uh, The previous home record price was $530,000 set in February. So just up slightly from that Uh, The average selling price for last month for all types of units in Kamloops was $485,000. So there you go. Just some context to uh, what we were talking about there at the end.